0: Got me high. That record got me high. That record got, me high. That, record got me. that record got me high. This is a test of the nationwide emergency protocol. If this were an actual emergency, You'd be directed to go to isthistomorrow.com. Yes, that's isthistomorrow.com. Is This Tomorrow is a weekly webcomic since 1993, the result of a government experiment gone wrong tunneled into the black hills of south dakota prehistoric life forms reanimated by necromancy larger than life personalities driven by inhuman desires space aliens controlling your thoughts from the foot of your bed a secret channel on television that generates seemingly random noises radiation from beyond the galaxy terrifying children and pets Proceed to the shelter at the coordinates that will be given shortly. Follow the shopping cart with the flashing blue light. Once again, that's Is This Tomorrow, a weekly webcomic at isthistomorrow.com since 1993. This is so evil. It's so
1: good. I know. I can't I can't wait for the break so we can have another one. Wow.
2: I've Christ. almost like set a new standard for cocktails. You have, and you we did. may, yeah.
0: We may I mean John Camacho this, is, this could be the season two. John
1: Camacho did did bring us flowers, which was sweet, but it was. you know, you can't, just, he can't get drunk flowers.
0: off eating flowers. <laughs> yeah. John, Next time you come, John
1: <laughs> Step up your game. Right.
0: It's we like to drink. Yes. We and realize and that snack. you don't drink, but <laughs> It doesn't mean you can't stop at a liquor store. Yeah, we're into season two. now. We're at season two now, and we're on.
1: We've kind of stepped up our game.
0: John. We are a recording. Maybe you heard. We can do what we want.
1: Welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock.
0: That's Rob Elba. This is John Mahoney. And John yeah, Mahoney we, we is, is Yeah, here. we're gonna introduce the guys. All right, right. man. Go Edit ahead. that out. No, I'm just kidding. No. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> John, you, that, you're eager. I John's did. eager I to ju- jump in. You,
0: did you hear last week? Good I, job. I appreciate it. There I appreciate you it. Any, any. He made a request, and I did. to make
1: us look, make me look a little less stupid. You you were
0: arguing it pretty hard, and I was like, "I was, I was." You can still introduce me.
1: Yeah, we have (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) gentlemen. (laughs) Well, first, before we get into our guest, who was a little premature. um,
0: (laughs) It's a weird word. Um, He came in a little early. Jump the gun!
2: All
1: right, I will. Let's just say right now, we have our special guest today is Mr. John Mahoney, and he brought us snacks and he brought us some awesome drinks too. So uh, thank you very much.
2: Quite welcome.
0: You're
1: welcome to that record. Got me white
0: cheddar jalapeno Cheetos. Oh my god,
1: they're really good. Yeah. yeah. Listen, make sure you get right up to the mic when you're chewing them. So
2: it's gonna get (laughs) Cheeto dust all over the gear. Ready?
1: All right. So, what's the record you came in to talk about?
2: Mom, was dinner gonna be ready. <laughs> Killing joke. <laughs> Killing, Killing joke. joke. The original, Eponymous. The, original. Uh, yeah. the Eponymous. of 1980.
1: And John, I was telling Barry this. I, I like. I have a list. I have a master list of records. Eventually, I want to do, and this I crossed off my list because this was on my master yeah. list as well. So I get to cross it off. Yeah, yeah. Nice.
2: Yes. I saw and, on Wikipedia that it's uh, one of Dave Grohl's favorites. I know. Did
0: you notice that? Well, actually, there <laughs> we yes. we went. We already. Listen to their cover of Requiem. Have you heard that? No. I you would can't. recommend don't. to all my listeners: don't, don't listen to it.
1: <laughs> it's it's awesome right up until Dave starts singing, Correct. and then it's, oh, it's horrible. It's no, very disappointing.
2: I will spare myself.
1: And uh, yeah. I'm a fan, and as you know, I'm a big fan, so I was shocked that it was so bad. Um, and, and I, I'm, nah, I'm. you weren't. Shocked. <laughs> all right, so John, tell us a little. That's a lot about yourself. I feel so. We've known. I feel like we've traveled in the same circles for probably the past twenty five. years. Thirty years, but I'd say we've
2: known each other more on a friendly basis, maybe fifteen
1: years. 15 15 15 minutes.
0: No, no,
2: no, no. You know what I mean? Don't don't push it, Rob. But (laughs) but we've known each other, yes, for no friendly basis. uh, Yeah, maybe. Maybe fifteen. But we've now, but we
1: traveled in the same circus just somehow we didn't really cross paths back in the day, but we were around and back in the day we played some of the same John, clubs.
0: John you played. what you played in a band that You were in the Abusers, the right? Abusers. The abusers, which uh, turned into Rock City Rock Angels. Rock
2: City Angels, that's right. And so abusers, we used to play
0: so much so much a much, much better name. I agree. Um
2: we used to play like at Flins mostly that kind
0: of it was that scene. Right, right, right.
1: Um, and you are now in a band with Mr. Barry Stock as oh, my that's co-host. Correct.
0: Seems like it's been another seven years
1: a, a Pookie now. Smacker.
0: Seven years we've been in the band. Together.
1: Really? So, Mr. Entertainment, the Pookie Smackers. You guys just uh, new record out, uh, "Good Black Medicine." Here, yeah, that's right. And where where is the best place for someone to get if
0: they want to hear "Good Black Medicine"? I think Sweat Records, probably. Okay. No, yeah, no,
1: they're cool. online. Not everyone lives in Miami you can go to Sweat Records. We, we love Sweat You're Records. You're asking the wrong guy. I don't <laughs>
0: think it's up on Bandcamp yet. <laughs> No one knows. The band, so, the band um, doesn't know. Is
2: there a band camp?
0: We it? have a band camp page. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do. But I don't know that the record is up there. Um,
2: it's on vinyl, though.
0: Here's, here's the real secret is that it's not our band. Right. It's, we, we play in a band for someone else. We're side men.
1: Mr. Well, It's Mr. Entertainment
0: and the Pookie Smiders. We are the Pookie Smiders.
1: And Susan Stock sneaking in very sneakily. But, of course, I will not let her come in
0: <laughs> without the introduction.
2: Has to be named every God year. Right. Daniels. <laughs> All, comes to it.
1: All right, so we're talking about the excellent band Killing Joke. Um, when did you? So this record, uh, they, they were formed in Notting Hill, London, in 1978, and this record uh, was their first full length record released October 1980. When did this come across your? When did this cross your
2: path, John? Uh, when we were. Spending too much time uh, at the New Wave Lounge. Uh, ah, yeah. the New Wave, my, Wave Lounge. My friend Neil Shaw and I. Um, it seems like we were there every Friday and Saturday, maybe. And um, uh, one DJ, um, Alex, uh, the late Alex, whose last name I can't remember. Um, he had a band for a while, Rugged Edge, Big Mohican. Oh, okay. Cool guy. I used remember to play Rugged all Edge. kinds of sets uh, all night, and uh, he used to play. Um, change off this album yep. a good bit and we would tear up the dance floor every time <laughs> um is there any video of
1: you tearing up the dance floor john because i would love to see that
2: <laughs> sadly
0: they're probably you know no. someone probably has one but just as you know sometimes videos take a long time to surface as <laughs> you might have noticed over the last week video wasn't too common back then right um, No, no the cell phones. thank
1: god no cell phones right? right could you imagine the embarrassing videos they would have of all three of us I, I yeah. guess we would have behaved differently
2: um and then um so I would first hear it um you know there and then um came to meet Mont Cherar, um who also became a DJ at The Wave and um he was maybe like the world's number one killing joke fan right right um and um since the um books have to be hawked on this podcast. I yeah, brought a copy yeah, of his, uh, yeah, his right. fantastic um, newly released photo book called uh, Twilight of the Mortals, which has um, hundreds of pages of, of modern, um, I think it's hundreds, hundreds of photos anyway. It looks
0: like, a, yes, Re- it's at least a hundred pages. Yeah,
2: recent um, photos with the band because he's uh also with them. Yeah.
0: Uh, in striking, as you might imagine, visually striking photos of a visually striking ensemble. Oh yeah! Right. Yeah.
1: All right. So you heard. So you heard the song "Change," which obviously you hear a song when you heard that song the first time. You're like, "Oh my god, what is this?" Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it was like, it was to me, it was the ma- It was a, a disco. I mean, could you say disco?
2: But yeah. it's like punk disco. Yes. But yes. It, it's danceable. It's a hard dance track. It has synthesizer, in yep, it, But right. it has yeah. hard guitar and yeah. pounding and drums. Well, and the, the thing
0: about them is that they're, they're first. They put their finger down. On that genre, and said, like putting the flag on the moon, and kind of yelling vocals as well. I mean, it's not it, exactly. disco vocals, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, But for what, <laughs> but what they created was unique, and they started, okay. and we were going over some a list of some people that have been influenced.
1: Wait, uh, right, uh, Nirvana, yeah. Nine Inch Nails, uh, Metallica,
0: uh, Soundgarden, and those are the people that mention it. And then yeah. I, I was playing a Helmet record. When Rob got here and he was like, "Oh," he pointed at it. And was like, "Is this?" Uh, and I was like, "No, no." I said, "It's Helmet. He's right. like, "Oh, wow!" And
1: and yeah. they do cover uh, primitive. There's they a cover do. Of, yes. Uh, them doing primitive yep. out there. You can oh, find okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they just definitely, uh, obviously influenced a lot of uh, a lot of bands because no one really sounded like them at the time.
0: No, or or in sense, a way, no. They they they're one of those weird things where you look at them and you go. Okay, this is not your ordinary group of people, especially some of the early live footage. There's that footage, some footage from 81 that I, I sent to Rob. It's like a, they're playing it like, eh, it's not quite dark yet, so it's right, daylight. Right, which
1: is weird to see a band like that playing in the daylight. And
0: <laughs> right, the intensity. I, not, festival. Yeah. Germany, right? Yeah, Germany, I think right, so. Yeah. And the intensity of, the sh- of, uh, of Jazz Coleman is shocking. He's one of those guys you go, this guy is... Off his fucking rocker, but he's not. No,
2: <laughs> and and but I mean, yeah, talk about unique though, right? Look at the lineup. Um, you know, Jazz Coleman, yeah, nobody really like him, you know? no, no, um. Martin Youth Glover on bass yep. you know right. youth, he, he, he's been on other albums that you talked about I think I've, I know I've heard his name on your podcast
1: well yeah Martin Glover because he does a lot of uh, producing too yeah, he's, a, he's right. a producer right, right. and you, you're right I, I couldn't well, as soon as I read the name I said oh my god yeah because Youth he, 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 for Killing Joke he goes by the stage name Youth but his real name is Martin Glover and yeah you're right he does. the band oh, is right. still yeah. now the band That's is back the to the for. original it's the original lineup now it's Jazz Coleman uh, the aforementioned
2: Youth uh, Jordy Walker. <laughs> and then Jordy, Jordy. again, oh I mean, uh, I don't know what chords he's playing. Barry, you would probably know.
0: I. He's doing... We, I was reading up on him this but afternoon. his sound
2: is so sort of, uh, I don't know, jagged
0: and... But he he's able to make a really full sound. Like, you don't ever miss a second guitar in their songs because his guitar sounds... And what he's playing is so perfectly attuned to... You know what's going on they're just those guys when you know it's and,
1: a, and and he has a sound like a, a signature sound exactly. when you hear it so he's playing what it's a gibson ES.
0: a hollow body guitar right which, which is unusual some stuffing in it to keep it from feeding I back. no i have a funny story about that oh okay. um, but just
2: and and then just last but certainly not least would be big paul ferguson on oh, drums the, just the,
0: incredibly the amazing paul ferguson intense yeah. and powerful drummer
2: well, i think Maybe left the band for a while. He did for yeah. personal reasons, but uh, he's back. Came
1: he's back. Yeah, yeah. So. Original lineup. Original lineup. And but they've but
0: through the years. Big Black Swans. Okay, just thinking of people who also owe Killing Joke. Oh, right, basically right, right, royalties right. for their sound <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: I, I have it. Um, this album, the, the lyrics are all credited to Jazz Coleman, but um, I have it from an anonymous source that um, that. Paul helped write the lyrics. or wrote some of the lyrics. Oh, really? So, uh, Paul
1: Ferguson. Yeah, you're right because it's credited lyrics. Like the music is all credited to the whole band and, and lyrics
0: production to the band. Right, but right. Because they put self-produced record, which is for a first album. That's really, really. And E.G. was, I guess, willing to take the risk. E.G. was also Brian Eno's record label, uh, oh, King okay. Crimson, um, and who else was on there? Um, Robert Fripp, so...
1: Yeah, so they said they only wanted an engineer, because they said who could who could put their uh, technical knowledge into what we want, the way we want it. He's got to take us where we are. So they recorded... They basically, they said they recorded it live, live. in the studio, as basic as possible with no overdubs,
2: and then the mixing is where the difference is. Right. right. Did they record that one with uh, Connie Plank?
0: From Kraftwerk, the first record? I don't know. No, well, does it even I, I think I they've even... worked with Connie Blank? I, I don't think it says on. That. I don't think it's it no, it no, it doesn't. I don't think they had the uh, the cred for Connie Blank. They that, don't. They don't. That, but yeah, so record. basically,
1: but basically, this is a band that that sort of knew the sound they wanted to have, and they achieved it. And they've they've always, through their career, you know, when you hear uh, Killing joke, joke, you know it's Killing Joke.
2: Yeah, you get the impression that jazz has a, a clear, a definite. Vision, of yeah, where he's trying to go, and yep. you will realize
0: his vision, or you're right, probably not in the band, right? right. That's that's his deal,
1: and uh, and Jordy's somehow managed to be because always the constant with the band has always been jazz
0: and Jordy. Well, uh, without Jordy, is it is it going to be killing joke? And yeah. the question is probably, you know, the answer is no. Yeah, yeah, right. I think that he's an integral. That that sound that he gets and the way that he plays, right?
1: And he does. And I did read that he does something Barry Stock does. He tunes down to a D, D yeah. he uses super heavy strings. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, sixty-two is his lowest. Yeah, I don't. String, I don't which is he's really heavy low. Strings. And he tunes down rub rub to around. a D, and okay. and uh, you could sort of hear that. That's how I think it's helps to get that.
0: Oh, yeah. And he uses a doubler of uh, and this thing that you know device that doubles the sound to make his guitar sound thicker. Not in you know and the the way he plays he plays an he has an interesting minimal style that you're not even exactly sure how he's playing what he's playing when you watch him you're like you know i'm not sure what's going on here yeah uh, and and he's not flashy not a flashy not guitar player
1: or anything but uh huge
0: it, sound uh, like just right. massive guitar sound that that's unique frankly i mean it owes a little bit to i would say Keith Levine, P.I.L., there's a little bit of that. And especially on this record, I'm like, okay, you know, this record's from 80. 80, right. And then so... They heard, yeah, they heard some... some PIL, P.I.L. Yeah. All
1: right, now, who's a big fan? Who's a big uh, fan of, of him and of Killing Joke in general? We were talking before... We were both surprised. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page <laughs> Did you see that? When. Jimmy
0: Page is a huge, huge killing, killing joke man. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and yes. apparently used to go see them back in the day. Yes. And there was an award ceremony in 2010. He, yeah. Jimmy Page delivered the award and said, Jordy, you yes. know, it was one of my. Well, here's a, here's a quote. Jimmy Page
1: quote. I go back a long way with Jazz Coleman and the band. I used to go and see the band and it was a band that really impressed me. <laughs> That's wow, not correct, right? You would never have guessed that. Not nah, no. Yeah. And yeah. then Jazz Coleman, Jazz Coleman is an inster- interesting character. He's done
2: symphonic work as well.
1: Yes, he did. Well, in in um, in like 19 following a gig, they played a gig in 1982 and then at the day after he he traveled to Iceland and he announced that he was going to become a classical composer. And basically 10 years later, I mean, he came back
0: Cheeto <laughs> <and> back. It <laughs> was <a> snack.
1: <laughs> So basically, he he left the band, he came back. The band still did stuff, but in the at, at 10 years later, he was a classical composer. Right. And he did, uh, and he's put on many... Uh, he
0: did like a Pink Floyd symphonic thing. And, and, and a Led Zeppelin Led thing called Zeppelin. Cashmere. Yeah. He's done
1: things like, yeah, like well. orchestral versions of these bands that, yeah, you would never <laughs> expect.
0: Yeah. Uh, and also apparently is a priest of some church in Iceland, and... Which makes you go, what?
1: Well, and, no, John's a priest friend in Iceland, too,
0: though, right? are you, John? Church <laughs> of Bureau. That's right. right. I worship her, anyway. Yeah. Uh. There must be some other person in Iceland worth, you know, but pretty much she's the only one we think of.
2: So here's my Geordie's guitar story. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, in the late 80s, they were on tour here, and they played Respectable Street one night, and they played the cameo theater... Oh, really?
1: What? So late 80s? See, I wasn't here. Like, I was going to say this to you. How many tickets have you bought for shows down here that they canceled? Because I had two.
2: One or two, yeah. yeah. I think
1: two times. But, oh, okay, so they did play here in the late 80s. I wasn't living here. Yeah,
2: and, and so it was at Respectable Street. And, and, um, wow. And my, my good friend, uh, the late Doug Gilmore, a.k.a. DJ Doug Scullery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he was um, really tight with uh, Rodney, who owns um, – respectables like some other places and um so we were backstage and so i was in the green room or whatever with the band and and so and i I took some polaroids and i I have them somewhere i couldn't find them i would bring them over but if you can find them we'll put them up on the site oh awesome um but so jordy was tuning his guitar and i said i asked him don't you get a lot of feedback from that And he got this huge grin, and he goes, yeah, it's great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's not a flaw. It's a feature. Feature. But if you (laughs) listen to them
0: he doesn't really do a lot of feedback. He He doesn't. No, no. I think he's just.
2: I guess he can get it if he wants to, but it's not really part of his sound. He's certainly not. He always always has
0: two amplifiers side by side. And back in the day, it was two big Ampeg speaker cabinets with some other kind of head on them. So oh, okay. that stereos, he's got like a stereo guitar sound. Mm. And uh, that's part of the sound is this like overwhelming clean, slightly clean, slightly distorted sound that's just weird chords. And he does play weird chords. And he, and he
1: breaks them up sometimes, he'll
0: play uh, arpeggios Arpeggios, and
1: stuff. but it's just yeah, it's just so unique to him and it's so original. And um so Barry, did you discover them like around in AD, I I I'm, I'm sure I
0: heard them when they first came out because they were on EG. And so I was, you know, listening to a lot of Robert Fripp stuff, and I would be like, "Oh, I think I may have heard the second album first. Okay. Uh, what's this for? What's because story, yeah, yeah, because it has some color on the cover. I would probably mm-hmm. be more attracted to that than you know the start." Well,
1: well, this record, uh, you know, back in the day, there wasn't a lot of places to listen to cool music. They had. um, Did you ever listen to? Uh, Radio Free Living Room John you remember that show Open oh, Books and Sounds Yeah uh, Eric Moss had uh, Radio Free Living Room okay. on uh, WLRN It was a show once a week he he'd play uh, so I heard new stuff on there but a lot of times you just I would buy records sometimes just by the cover I'd look at it I go this yeah. looks cool and this is yeah. one of those
2: records The Killing Joke record Well you record. know the story the cover probably from the Wikipedia entry well, on it.
1: it Well yeah it's originally it's it's uh it's a uh, image from Don McCullen, who was a war photographer and it's a it's a group of Irish kids fleeing a gas attack in Northern Ireland during the Troubles. Yeah. And Mike Coles adapted it, which he was the guy Mike Coles was the guy that was sorta of part of their label. Malicious damage They had their own Okay, right, right EJ, EG-MD, put the ra- E.G.M.D., yeah Yeah, right,
0: right right, exactly. right,
1: right And so he did also A lot of their imagery All the really cool imagery And like Like uh, Arturo Vega For the Ramones. Yeah. yeah, so Mike Coles did this He took the that image And he added the wall Making it look like It was graffiti Saying Killing Joe Ah, oh, okay Yeah and uh, it, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, when I saw that, I just bought it. And the record, in a way, it sounded just like I thought it would. It sounds just like Because I cover. saw the yes. name Killing Joke, and I'm like, kind of, oh, my God, this, they sound intense. It sounds like an intense band. And they weren't intense the way I thought they would be, but they were more
0: intense. Yes. Uh, and if right. you see that live, I, I, I hate to keep pointing people to YouTube to watch things, but there is a you know, Killing Joke Live 1981 and it's this outdoor festival show in daylight, starts in daylight. Right. In daylight. And it sort of twilights Germany. It's in twilight in Germany most of the time anyway. So far north. And yeah, <laughs> yeah jazz is so intense. And it's, and and, and uh, actually, youth starts out looking sort of lackadaisical. And then as the show picks up, he gets more and more into right. it. And the drumming is is just insanely good. It is. Uh, and, they're,
1: and they're also playing in front of a kind of an apathetic German crowd, at too. First, at <laughs> Did first. Did they get more into it oh, later yeah. on? Oh, and okay, and okay.
0: then the people start jumping around and freaking out. And after they leave the stage, after about 35 minutes, there's just a basically a riot, and the band has to come back. They start oh, really playing, They start playing like "Purple Haze" by Jimi Hendrix over the PA, and, the, and people are going, you know, k- screaming "Killing Joke" with the German accents.
1: Oh, nice! <laughs> oh, I got. I didn't watch the whole. So they thing come through. back out and go do I gotta an re- encore. I got to read. Yeah,
0: it's really worth your time. It's it's great, and Jazz Coleman is. He will you you will be frightened by him. Okay, Happy so watches. John,
1: you heard, the, so you heard in, in the dance, you were tearing up the dance floor to change. Did you go out and, and buy this record? You actually yes. bought your vinyl, and this is what you bought. You bought the vinyl, right? Yeah, it's from back then. All right, so Whoa. you remember putting it on, and then the first song, let's get into the record now. The first song yeah, yeah. is Requiem. Yeah. And were you surprised? Well, you weren't surprised, because you heard change your stuff, because it's so, it's kind of, it starts out with what? With a synth mm-hmm. thing. And we, <laughs> we didn't mention, you're kind of a synth
2: aficionado. Very much so. Yes, you are. Yes.
0: So, John's got a, a room full of very cool synthesizers. Not true. Do not rob my house. <laughs> no, he doesn't. We didn't tell him where you live. No, I know. We will. That's at the end of the show. <laughs> we will. The address on the on the website. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Requiem and he what... is hidden under a frog and by think, the back door.
2: I think it's an OBX, Oberheim OBX on this synth. I don't know. I Let's that's, see, that's what it that's sounds what like to That's what he's playing on
0: the live thing, so— uh. Yeah, and it did
2: come out before this album— so I, I thought maybe it was a Korg monopoly because um, I've read that he did play one of those, but there's no, I haven't seen well, any that, record of that. And, and that came out after
0: this. And one, later so. on, he they get a keyboard player right on stage, and he just basically prowls the stage. Because I remember watching, I watched some other live footage from a couple of years later, okay. maybe two or three years later, and they do have a, a, a guy playing synth, and then jazz is just out there doing this, these maneuvers that I I, what do you call them not it's not dancing it's not just it's gesticulating and odd movements yes to the music
2: looking threatening
0: look and yes (laughs) looking very threatening Uh, but um, alternately extremely (laughs) ecstatically happy
1: yeah yeah he's got that madman grin a lot of times yes yes.
0: so man John you have a madman grin sometimes
1: as well yeah
0: I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) the man watching video The bomb keeps on ticking. The heart keeps on ticking is what I
2: have. I have clock.
1: (laughs) Really? Yes, we each have three
2: things. Yeah, I'm reading this, but I think it's the clock.
1: Yeah, well, we should point out the record did not come with lyrics. No. So uh, that's funny. I think it's the clock keeps on ticking. I agree. Okay,
0: well, I'm looking at genius, which is often wrong. He doesn't know why. He's just cattle for slaughter. So they throw down the gauntlet on society Right, right, right off yeah, the right bat,
1: yeah. and Requiem, John, as a good uh, Catholic, or maybe a lapsed Catholic, or Requiem as what? It, it's a, it's a mass for the repose of the souls of the dead. That's right. And uh, I'm a s- recovering
2: Catholic. Yeah, I'm like a recovering alcoholic.
1: So, and yeah. then yeah. it continues when the meaning. You have some
0: addicts in your family, though. Still, I think <laughs> don't, not of the uh, not that kind of that, that persuasion. Of right? Yeah, or a,
1: they, I, <laughs> a little christine I'm gonna guess. Are they? Will they listen? They'll listen to this because. They love you, right? And they're probably closet killing joke fans, right?
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Yes and no in that order. <laughs> oh, okay. I think they'll listen. I think they're going to listen. So yeah. So Requiem, uh, and then yeah. I mean, this song's kind of dystopian, isn't it? Oh,
0: yeah, it when, is. when the meaningful words, when they cease to function, when there's nothing to say. When, when will it start worrying
2: you? When will they start plotting against you? Is the version I have here, and I should have, I should have When will it start
1: bothering you? That's what he says. When will it start bothering why you? Why is this wrong? <laughs> because why is this so it? wrong?
0: It's on fucking genius.com. How,
1: I How many times do I tell you the people at Genius are not geniuses? Right, Just guess. because they say they're geniuses. <laughs> All right,
0: hold on. Let me try it. You Our president says he's a genius, Barry. Uh, yeah. Why don't we pause and what listen the, to it? What are no, the, no, that's not right. the oranges of this report? Do you see, you guys? See that? Yeah. What are the oranges of this report? Oh, we're getting off topic. We're getting yeah, off topic. I know. Yeah, so this, so but not totally off topic, right. basically consider the subject. So material.
1: the one thing it starts out with that synthesizer. It's got and. Uh, when before this, bands, punk bands at the time, they wouldn't be called dead playing synthesizers because when you think of a synthesizer, you don't think of the menacing sounds that he gets out of it. Right? This Kean? is true.
2: Right? He does get some poppy sounds on this album, um, where you're, you know, you think if he revisited, does he, he would
0: really? Not not think the the, yeah. Same. No, there's that. The instrumental, not on this song though. Right? The, yeah. Uh, Susan even goes, this one's a little dated, and I. Bloodsport, maybe on Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got that. Slightly dated sound. Even
2: even in change, um, that he could have um, toughened up the sound a little bit. But a lot of the sounds are very kind of grating and yeah. uh, you know. But but the opening of Requiem isn't. It's just mew, yeah, mew, mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. yeah. But then the guitar comes. Oh, in, yes. <laughs> you know, and it's Jordy oh. sort of um, I don't know what the word I, I guess. And then the drums start pounding, and you're just that's.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, You're like, wow, no, but not, I haven't heard anything like this before.
1: And and that's a genius of a band uh, insisting we're going to play this live in the studio because the, the, no matter what else is going on, this sounds like a band playing together, you yeah. know? Playing together live, yeah. and that's where the power, I think a lot of the power comes from. So even though you have a uh, synth in there as well, another instrument, and... Uh, jazz's voice Which I always pretend uh-huh. Is another instrument sure. In this band yeah. Right Because they just the wouldn't Any other singer And it's not going to be You know You worry for, for him When it, he sings uh, just just listen He's going to uh, ruin his voice Foo starts. Fighters Just listen to Foo Fighters Doing uh, Foo Fighters doing Requiem oh, And you don't don't do see that. It. Any oh, other yeah. singer uh, It's not going to be the same You're cruel <laughs> I'm cruel but uh, I'm trying to help people and Cruel but kind one one Like more like So
2: that chorus again Requiem The Requiem The Requiem Dragged out And then last one take us out there
1: only a hint well let me do it because it's so not the genius of nuts. only a hint of religion uncensors to its false uh, depravity the oh sound God. of breaking glass this is a is reflection, reflection. I, I love that we have
2: three different versions of the lyrics and I, I, and and I forgot have? to proof these um, hey, this one says uh, only a hint of religion uncensored truths for the novelty no
1: that is definitely not it John no, 100% that is not it I'm just laughing that, you know yeah, it's, it's okay I've got to the, that. the
0: Depravity he, he You know what Here's the trick there. Mine are the UMG Universal Music Group Publishing actual lyrics So I think If we uh, Maybe if we Use that
1: Yeah if you clear out The nuts out of your mouth Maybe you can re- I know <laughs> Hey no Don
0: brought over Really good <laughs> snacks And we never have good snacks That's true we go to Brian Franklin's and it's like, you know, yeah. we're like eating pieces of stale bread. They drink his good scotch, though. We do. A $200 scotch. It's all scotch. gone. That, that party's over. Pig, pig, pig whistle scotch.
1: All right, so then it, it goes right into the second song, which is a killer. You got uh, you got jazz coughing a little or something, and we go into yep. war dance.
0: Yeah. Which
1: is the single. This is the first single that
0: was off the record. Yep. The and atmosphere's strange out on the town. Music for pleasure It's not music no (laughs) more. Music to dance to, music to move. This is music to march to, the war dance. So what's he what's hearing out there that's making him think that oh music has shifted from or is he talking about killing Joe?
1: I feel like he's talking about, yeah, he's talking about Killing Joke. Like, he's, maybe he saw, like, John tearing it up on the dance floor and maybe <laughs>
0: an inspired. <dude. laughs> Not at this point. At the New Wave Lounge. Look at graffiti scrawled on the wall. You know the reason. Outside the door, you have something nasty in your mind. Crawling to get out to war dance. So, uh, he's talking about violence, things wanting to happen. There's an undercurrent of bad things that are waiting to occur. And I don't think he's trying to encourage that, I think he's saying it's just there. He's an
1: observer, definitely an observer-type yes, uh, sure. lyricist. Yes, for sure. Yes. But just the sound of this, John, it sounds the way, like, the lyrics describe the music. It's just perfect for the lyrics, because just that groove with the bass, a and then yep. da-da, 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 got that high thing, mm-hmm. and then that, and then what does it come in in the middle part when it's got an instrumental section? What does Jordy do? He doesn't do, like, some cheesy lead. No. He just keeps playing those power yeah. chords just, like, even heavier.
2: Yeah, there's a little synth, like, a couple of notes back and forth. Forward. Right, right,
1: um, right, but but totally not cliche like no. the cliche break in a song. It's not that. It's just like total. It, it, this song it, to me is is just fierce and it, yeah. uh, and it sounds Good like martial, yes. like martial and sinister. It and is. that was the thing. And that's why when I when you see that
0: Susan looked at called, the audience at that German show and she goes. Look, it's it's all dudes or it's all men. <laughs> well, she's got a like, thing. Yeah. She's got an issue with that. Well, with that, yeah. she's right. I mean, when you look <laughs> at an audience <laughs> for for Killing Joke, there is a the proportion of men to women. I is, guess so. Yeah. yeah, it's not a radiohead show where it's like couples. It's like
1: of uh, Metallica, like a Metallica show. Yeah, not quite idea. that bad. <laughs> well,
0: it's maybe probably, it is that bad. Yeah. yeah, I think it might be. I'm gonna put them a step above a Metallica show.
1: Um, a no mullets.
0: It. There's not no mullets at Killing Joke concert. <laughs>
1: You can laugh John It's okay laugh. <laughs> Alright so The third song we get here Wait, wait uh,
0: the, No, the, no There's one ahead. more the verse one Oh is there Yeah
1: Okay what's the third Do
2: the third verse Right there You've opened the pit You got that
0: Oh right. wait Honesty is We walk around Oh yeah. the, We walk around the pitch Honesty is sick Try to be honest Look, Look what like you, you get. get The food runs short And then the money talks One way out your premonition is correct. So,
1: oh, that's it. I think you got that right. That is. Your premonition is correct. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: great. Well, these are that once again, these are the the legit lyrics provided by our friends at Google, the Okay, giant corporation.
2: There's something that I only recently realized about Jazz's vocals on this song, and that's that they sound like the Dalek
0: voice. That, ah, it's ring right. modulated That's exactly right from,
2: I from never I was at a Doctor Who, Who thing yes. Okay
0: I don't know I'm not a you're, Doctor Who guy. I think you are exactly right It's the ah. thalac voice And you know that. And that it's There's a, always super that Super ominous And that There's that undercurrent In Doctor Who Even now there's the the ominous. They're really good at creating a certain sense of unease that mm, is particular. That's, that's
1: killing joke. You can see that is them. And yeah, so he does. I forgot. You know, you forget a lot of these songs. He will. He does have an effect on his voice, but he's got the kind of voice where it just his voice is an effect. That's and like it took so, so long
2: to hit me. It's like because his voice seems to have this growl to it, and and you know, you just always think, oh, he's got this amazing growl on on war dance, but then no, it's it's,
1: it's ring modulated. So yeah, yeah. yeah sure. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but both. It's a combination. Well, he probably
0: voice. doesn't have a ringma. he's just probably singing it live I know that there's when he does there's certain songs that have echoes on his right. voice at particular parts and you can see that someone is you know Doing that at the right time. So, you know Well some
2: the, especially a song like Change, which we'll get to, that's yep. something that sort of it's part of the song. The yes. opening track, Requiem has it, it, it ends with sort of a vocal echo, like repeat, like into yeah, right, infinity right, kind right. of fuzzing out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
1: so, effective,
2: very
0: effective. Yeah.
1: Um, all right, let's. Uh, actually, we're about halfway through. Let's. I really need another one of these drinks. So yeah, let's delicious. Take a, uh,
0: <laughs> we should, and we should. Uh, maybe we should mention our Patreon.
1: Yes, we should mention it in our Patreon because John uh, is one of our John patrons. Is a, a pa- That's apparently thank you, how you John. Get on John. You bring show. a snack. <laughs>
0: That is not true, but it <laughs> yeah, it can't yeah. hurt. I'll just say it can't hurt. But, but any of our guests who were on the show and aren't patrons, you should be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
1: Actually, good point, Barry. Yeah. A Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash T R G M H. Or you can just go to patreon.com and search that record got me high and become a patron for as little as one dollar a month. And it's wonderful. You get John, do you enjoy the news newsletters that I send out? Do you do you even look at them? <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you read them? I, I do look at them. Okay.
1: Do you enjoy it? Enjoy he home. does a good oh, job sure. <laughs> sure He does a good and, job And uh, it's just But you get the sense Of self-satisfaction That you're helping You know right Hey yeah.
0: man you're stretching You're poo- <laughs> You're pushing the envelope That's just John gave
2: us John You, Davis, you, John, you played on my On my um, What's the um, Oh the, the word Your I'm guilt? looking for, the lingering <laughs> Catholic guilt, like the obligation, the remnants or yeah. whatever. Good. The, yeah, of the, yeah the, you know, oh, I can oh j- gosh, if I listen to their yeah. show every yeah. week, we've and done I our like job. We've can done I done job. pay so even a quarter a show? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, John.
1: All right, yes. so patreon.com forward slash TRJMH become a patron. All right, we're going to take a break where that record got me high. We're with our special guest, John Mahoney. We'll be back in a minute.
0: That record got me high is proud to be sponsored by Is This Tomorrow. That's Is This Tomorrow, available at isthistomorrow.com. Is This Tomorrow is a weekly web comic cataloging the absurdities taking place at the Azoro News Channel. Characters such as George Kleenex, weatherman Benjamin Dover, man on the scene JB Horns, political commentator Taffy Tart. Radio personality, Travis Slaughter. Conspiracy theory expert, J. Elwood Compton III. Paranormalist, Murph Davies. Senator, Stroller. Political apologist, Dr. Iggy. Christian ventriloquist, Fred Gastro. And his puppet, Woody. And the strangely familiar, Stocky Bear. In his smelly, itchy costume. Will entertain the ever-living shit out of you. So that you are doubled up with laughter, collapsed beneath your desk, paralyzed, unable to move. You'll be slain comically, but you'll recover. That's Is This Tomorrow at Is This What is
2: Woody? Does he have a preference?
0: Oh, well. He likes him him to be funny. Whatever Woody wants, he gets. Yeah. He likes him to be funny. (laughs) Woody likes him to be funny and weird, because Woody likes funny, weird shit. As someone who's a cartoonist, you would imagine might. All right. Tell me when you're ready, Barry. We're on. We've been rolling. You you guys don't know I'm sneaky. I know. know. You're sneaky. So (laughs) we had a little discussion during the break about part two of John's story. Yes, yes. Welcome back, by the way, where that record got me Hi, That's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And uh, our special
1: guest, John Mahoney. We're talking about Killing Joke, the eponymous first album. And John saw in the late 80s, John saw Killing Joke twice saw him in uh, West Palm night Beach.
0: At back to back. At Respectable.
1: Right. And then, so you were kind of became, you were hanging out. You were kind of buddies with the band. So
2: go ahead, John. Just go ahead. It's I'm not, sure, it's I'm not sure a they big saw it that way. Well, we're, so, <laughs> all, we're all adults. We're all grown You know, I was a local. They were from out of town. They were my idols. I asked if they needed anything the following night. And sure enough, someone in the band did. So. Fair the next night, I show up at the Cameo, and their um, tour bus is on the side street, so I knock, and uh,
0: That's a- <laughs> I have something for
2: someone. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Um, it's fine. It's fine.
2: And um, so... Editing. That's what editing is for. Yes. I have something for someone. So, right. So, I knock on the tour bus, so I have something uh, for someone, and they let me in, and... Uh, going to a store bus like what the hell you know but um so i i deliver said package and um jazz who certainly rules with an iron fist um and doesn't you know it's not getting past him what's happening so he says to the band member he says uh don't do any before the gig. None before the gig. And then he turns to me and he points his <laughs> finger at me and says, I'm holding you responsible. <laughs> so now here, uh, now well, I'm just like speechless to and I just kind of slinked off the bus and oh, like, have yeah. a great show. Basically
1: you know? threatened by Jazz Coleman. Yes. Now here's the big question. Did said band member pay, pay before, you? Or could you pay know? you? Did
0: you get paid? Or did I just, did get paid. Oh,
1: right. nice. Did he partake before you think, or I you think he waited? Would not know. You couldn't know. How could you know? Well, Actually, I was off the bus. I really Jess didn't get Coleman, right he didn't he a Coleman didn't come big after. Smile him. on his face. He didn't come after you afterwards, so he probably didn't because he would yeah. He was holding you personally responsible. There you so. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's an awesome story, and I'm glad you told it. And uh, you know, whatever. It's a long time ago. It was, it was a different time then. Late '80s.
2: You know, whatever. Yeah. All, all statutes of limitations are, are That was 30, there, it was 30 sure. years ago. It was 30
0: years So I've ago. heard you guys both say things about them canceling. Are they, are they notorious for booking shows in Miami and then well, canceling? Well,
1: yeah, the thing is, they would do twice. I remember I bought tickets, but there was a problem with uh, visas. I think visas getting into the U.S. Visas one
2: time, maybe an illness another time.
1: Yes, an illness another time. But, yeah, I was very disappointed because I've never gotten to see them live. Yeah. So, okay. I'm just, And they're one of my favorite bands. And all right, so let's get through this. Now we're in the third song, Tomorrow's World, and now we get a little colder, icier sound in this yeah. one, right? It starts out very stark with the uh, with the drums and the bass,
2: and the guitar is really important in this song.
1: Yes, because when when it comes in, it's like it comes out very stark, and it's got that little ding, 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 ding the little synth thing, <laughs> and then the guitar is coming. So this is more of a it's more post apocalyptic. Uh, yeah nightmare stuff right yep. and this i guess it's uh, a soldier i think it's about a soldier definitely. being called up
0: definitely um, it's right, about the right. the conscription of a picture sent back alive picture the golden age letter on your doorstep called up for your, your country. country never know i don't wanna no horror don't let me go on mommy they'll take this pain away carry us Face the music. is chaos? says carry us, and this is the official Universal Music Group I lyrics. I swear chaos sounds chaos. better. It's chaos,
1: Barry. I mean, your official thing is b- bullshit, by the way, because <laughs> it's definitely Tomorrow's chaos. Com- I've listened to this record like a, a thousand times. Tomorrow's
0: World Lyrics. Copyright. Universal Music Group. Because there's never been an error on... Life. Well, they're getting paid. Well, they're going to get paid off of this, so you know. Okay, chaos. chaos. Face, face the, music. the music. Called up For your your country country. Never know I don't wanna know Take Aim And fire So that was (coughs) I'm guessing When did Conscription You know to England When did they uh, Put into uh, When did it become An all volunteer force I don't know No idea and I don't know. I know, I know.
1: I know Conscription from the class song. Uh, they're going to have to introduce yeah, Conscription. Right. <laughs> so it was probably
0: over by this point, but right, maybe he's referencing, you know, things that happened earlier in the decade or in the 70s. Right.
1: And, uh, and it's at the end where he's just saying, he's saying, hey, you, well, what? It's like um, that definitely he's got uh, he's got a very punk rock attitude. But he presents it in a in a different way yeah. than like not yeah. in a you know you, you know what I mean yeah. not like a, it's a industrial. Johnny Rotten I
0: gotta say they're it's in he's they're like an industrial band the vibe is an industrial band that's why I say like swans. And Big Black, those guys right. all owe the attitude. Nine Inch Nails. Nine for Inch sure. Nails. The, the, the attitude comes from here because you're right. It's not a punk rock band. No. It's a. It's this mechanical industrial heaviness, right? That and, they.
1: And speaking of industrial, now we get the an uh, in instrumental on the record called Bloodsport. And I remember, I remember being disappointed. I was. Don't forget, I'm like a. Seventeen-year-old kid, when I buy this because the record, right. and I see a song called Bloodsport, so I want to, I want this guy singing about uh, some kind of Bloodsport, but it's an instrumental, so it yeah. was a bit of a letdown for me.
2: And it's yeah. a bit synth poppy. It in, is, in it is, for right? This album,
1: it's generally. like, yeah, kind of funk, kind of like industrial funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: One wonders whether it was, you know, to give uh, jazz, jazz's voice a break during the live shows, you know, <laughs> so you didn't have to continuously growl. And, do that thing that he does, and make these gestures that are uh, semi-religious-ish, but also I—I I don't know. Uh, yeah. You just have to see them. So, John, let me ask yeah. you:
1: You're a you, dude we know you're a huge like synth fan, aficionado. Did this—did this record have anything to do with that? Like hearing synths, because I mean, were you already into synths at this point, or? Yeah,
2: by this time, and I never really like. Synths are all over this album and other Killing Joke albums, but I just I don't really think you don't of think the, of it because of the heaviness of them and yeah, the guitars, and, and, right? And, and yeah. Jordy is my man, you know. Like right. Yeah. I see well, me. obviously yeah. he's your man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was his, yes. and he was waiting for
1: oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's out Hi, there. It's no there. editing. I was I was last, that having. was last week's episode.
0: <laughs> the Velvet Underground. No, that, that was two better. weeks ago. What uh, was last week? Uh, it was uh, live. Was it live at Laser Wolf? Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is what happens yeah. when you do this show every week. Is that your sense it of time to together? It, it well, really does. It may have
1: something to do with your guests bringing these cocktails. Too. Could be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I guess is only no, but I would have
0: sworn no, no. I know. I would have sworn that Kostik was last week because well, it wasn't. He wasn't two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, it was two weeks ago.
0: All right, so we flip the record over and we get the wait. Yeah, great song. Oh, great, great
1: song too. and famously covered by. Uh, Metallica, which you got to mention. I know Barry, you have a problem with Metallica or something. But uh,
0: everything up through Master of Puppets is great. Right? No, yeah, that's true. I agree. I agree.
1: And again, it starts off with the
2: synthesizer. Yeah,
0: yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, um, I'm gonna have to edit those things out. The little <laughs> instrument noises. Doing yeah, the yeah.
2: instrument
1: noises? Come on,
0: that's cold. Yeah, I edit myself doing <laughs> the instrument noises out. So okay, all
1: right, go ahead. Um, yeah. So. Uh, Yeah, and then it comes in right. It's got that synth opening, and then the guitar riff comes in. More
0: lighthearted. Uplifting lyrics. Right, yeah. Right. Motives changing day, day to day. Day to <laughs> day. <laughs> the fire increases. Mass decay. <laughs> Mas- masks decay. No, it's
1: mass decay. I'm telling you, you got the wrong lyrics. Mass decay.
0: Okay, well, what, how are we going to find out whether these are right or not? I'm telling you because when- I
1: know because I listened to this record a, a thousand times, Barry, and I know the lyrics. It's mass decay, not masks
2: decay. You know decay. what, though? Fire, like firewood, mask decay. Like, if stuff burns down, like, you're not going to see the decay. <laughs> the mass, ah, the decay. Yeah. I mean, could be, actually. I lo- okay, uh, so
0: yeah. I look at the river, white foam floats down. Any arguments with that? Nope. No, uh, no, no. That's it. Yeah. The body's poisoned. Gotta sit tight. Yep. The uh, yeah, the weight. So, but this is
1: actually. So, did you did you did you read what this is about? Because this is actually about. It's about the Earth's destruction due to uh, pollution. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. he said uh, he said the song was written after we played up north in England and we saw this river that was polluted and it had a detergent floating in it and there was dead fish everywhere. I'll never forget it. He said it was just heartbreaking. Yeah. So look at them. They're, they're Environmentalist. Yeah.
0: Well, he he actually, <laughs> right? yeah, that comes up in his his Wikipedia page that he is, you know, an environmental. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, he has a um, environmental concerns. Yes. That he, uh, and also, but, uh, did we discuss the other things? That, did we did we cover the other things that he did? Does an insane amount of um like like we talked about a few things, but if you look at his Wikipedia page, the guy has done an incredible amount of stuff. I know.
1: Aside from killing joke, Inside right? from yeah, Killing joke. Yeah. Just
0: just just it goes on and on and on, and you kind of like feel somewhat inadequate yeah. at the end of reading it. That was exactly how I felt. I was like, I'm a, such a fucking well,
1: loser. Well, I feel uh, welcome to my world, Barry. That's, <laughs> I feel like that every morning when yeah, yeah, you wake yeah, up.
0: Right.
2: Should I disagree
1: at any point <laughs> no, here? No, you don't. Right. <laughs> you're a patron. You don't. To, you burn the right to not disagree. Um, yeah, it's an awesome song, and it's a good example of a Killing Joke song where they do so much with a simple riff. Because this song basically just has that main riff as the song, yeah. but they're so good at taking this simple driving riff and commit to it, and with the attack of it. And, and that's the, the word. Dynamics.
0: That's the word that that this band is commitment. Like they commit. There's a commitment to that performance of that sound. Right. That's, right. Exactly. That's just got to take a lot of energy actually to. Pull off,
2: right? I do think they um, integrate synths into their sound in a way that few bands this heavy ever have. Yeah, no. They Even in this song, um, if you think about the chord progression, and then towards the end of the, the uh, progression, there's a synth that comes in, kind of like warbles and yeah. and like you know yeah. finishes off the line. And, right. I mean, it's essential to the song. Once you you know you've heard it, you, yeah, you wouldn't take it out. Um, you never. Think of them as a synthie band. No, you're right. You're right. Especially when I was young, listening to it, I probably didn't even
1: realize it. You know that 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 that, that's what it was. It's really key in there, and it's
2: just mixed in, like you know, used to great effect.
0: Perfect. Not entirely dissimilar to the way that Perubu has that that synthesizer player, that Alan Ravenstein, who just. Makes weird sounds,
1: and it adds so much. It, to it, their But sound without that, it right? in there, you without would, you it, would wouldn't be, be the same. You'd be,
0: be like, oh, well, something's missing from this. Oh, it's that bizarre whirring sound that he's making (laughs) with, you know. That's kind of an
2: Eno role.
0: Uh, Yeah, but Eno (laughs) played some actual musical notes. I think that Alan Rabinstein, his job is just creating industrial noise. Weird noises. Yeah, Yeah. weird noises. (laughs)
1: Which is sometimes that's your job in the booty smack. (laughs) And then one
0: (laughs) um, one more verse here. Yes. After awakening, silence grows. The screams subside. Distortion shows. Mutant thoughts of bad mouthed news it's just another birth of distorted views fake, so, news. fake news fake news he's yep. uh, presaging the you know forty years uh in the future all the really good lyricists
1: we get they do they pre they, yeah, yeah. they know what's coming yeah it was
0: already there and they could see right
1: um. Yeah, just one of, it's a great song and one other thing I just want to say about the Metallica is it's a good thing and it sort of goes to the thing we were saying with the lyrics James, by the way James, James Hetfield has said that Jazz Coleman is a huge influence yeah, on the way yeah, he yeah. sings and everything so Coleman was asked about the cover of it and he oh, said no. I'll never forget their cover because I didn't know who the fuck they were yeah <laughs> I um I don't really go out of my way to find out what bands are happening, and while the other guys are into metal, I'm not. He said, I'm, I'm not sure they got all the lyrics right, but we never printed the lyrics on the first album. It really makes me laugh when these people think oh, you've shit. been singing one thing all these years, and of course you haven't. They've gone and misconstrued the lyrics. Yeah, well,
0: I remember when <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got called out by Thurston Moore for misconstruing some Sonic Youth lyrics, and Kim goes, Well, you didn't put a lyric sheet in the album, did you, Thurston? Uh So I was like "Uh, That's right. Uh, There you go.
1: You tell him. If you want
0: if you want your lyrics to be understood, you have to provide them.
1: Right. And if not, then you're gonna have to let the whatever whatever wants
0: to do here. Yeah.
1: All right, so we got to song number six, which is Complications. And this, uh, is, this I think, is the most uh, traditional song, because this is the first. Like, later on, Jazz Coleman uh, sang one, later records, and this is the one song where he kind of sings a little on it. Right, uh, uh, he sings like he it it, it well, has a there's melody. There's a song that
0: Youth sings, though, right? Isn't there one song on here that Youth sings? I don't believe so. Not on here. No. no, I do not think so. No.
1: Okay. But uh, Jazz Coleman is singing a little on this one, and this is more alienation and decay.
0: Yeah. Somebody else read this one. Go for it. Let's see, see the, what your lyrics see say. See the
1: sun turn green from my penthouse window. It's different now because you got no shelter. Alienation John, 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 <laughs> by experimentation. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. This, this is, is the new, new age. age complication. And then he says, "Lens in the bath of a new destruction. It's different now. It's what they always. It's it's what we always wanted. Alienation. <laughs> <laughs> Self destruct at the count of ten.
2: Complication, yeah. yeah, this
1: is a really good song. It's a really catchy song and." Uh, and again it's got it's funny it's a good song to come the weight and this i feel i always felt because, I, John, I know you were probably the same way. When you were young, didn't you listen to these? Like, I would listen to these records over Album all over, the way through. Well, yeah, right? You yeah, didn't have that many. And you, didn't and you didn't have yeah. that many
0: records. So it's like, what are you going to?
1: So it's just whenever I hear The Wait, I'm ready for a complication yeah. to come on right after. you know. And then when I was revisiting it now, I'm saying, oh, my God, I, I know this whole record. like
2: Which is so weird because then it was reissued and they resequenced it a little bit. And I haven't heard that version. but Right, uh, right. You, you know
1: but this is, yeah, when you brought the record, you reminded me, okay, this is the ver- this is what I remember, this is the sequence I remember, and um, all right, so then after yeah, so this is the one of the things they uh, they changed because after complication on the original record came change right, and this is the song, this is the song that um, just it, this this song is so good, and it 's so. It, it's so of itself like You I said
2: original record But that's the original Oh, US the US one release. That's right yeah, so I don't you're know You're
1: right it, it, It's not No, I don't think it is No, I'm just talking about you. Well, everything's US we're, We think we, you know We think right. invented everything Right, so Well,
0: it's we like with about. the Nick record We we do the record we're gonna do And, you know, whatever <laughs> Right, we you're can't right do there. all of them
1: John, you're actually right This isn't In the original British one I think this wasn't even on The original British one Something it was on. a Single, maybe inside, And then added it later Right
2: During the reissue Right, because Such Uh, a good song. This was the dance hit for sure.
1: Yeah, and it's just uh, And you listen to this song now; it's a song that could come out right now and sound current. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's just that um, uh, just the sound of it and the way they use the echo in his voice as as part of the as part of the song itself. Like it it
0: makes so much. Right. Well, it's because there's hardly any lyrics in it. Right. right When you have a minimal. sort of a minimalist sound everything becomes more significant right? so it's you know things things, and they do have this intense minimalist sound there's nothing extra there's no additional everything that's in there is obviously very carefully uh, considered as part of the sound
2: it has a it's another song you don't think
0: of Killing Joke and Jam Session right? <laughs> no no right <laughs>
2: it's another song where synthesizer's key part of the song but yeah. so is guitar and so you know yeah. and um Symbols uh, and hi hat are pretty. Important.
1: Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, because he does the, that. That quick. That quick hi hat. Uh, <istles> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I know don't But it's so good. He's such a good drummer, and uh, it's so. And it's like you said. Uh, it's like we were saying. It's it's uh, disco, but it's not disco. I mean, if, if it is, it's just like. Uh, it's just incredibly. Uh aggressive and (laughs) and fierce.
0: Oh, God. All right. Change, though. But awesome. Oh, yeah. You see, you feel, you know, react. You're waiting, you're waiting. Change. Yeah, now you're reading a a,
1: a poem by Jazz Coleman.
0: I have no idea. Somebody's. Somebody's cranking on...
1: Uh, Alright, so after change, we get a song that's called S-O-36. Now, did Whoa. anyone find why? Because I could not find a reason well, a, for the title.
0: But didn't you say, like, it's on my copy of the original, of the? it said dollar sign. They use They're, a dollar
2: sign for the S, yeah. In typography. If you look, though, the... the, the type is really strange on, you know, Isn't on the war, yeah, yeah. Like, look, War Dance, the W's a three sideways.
0: Oh, so uh, okay. So they use so a dollar sign
2: is an S. Okay. So SO36. So, uh,
1: so one ideas? man...
0: what it what it... Uh... I don't
1: know. One man, limited room to think, move with the lines in soft fat red. Phase one, environment experiment. This is your city with miracles spent. So, so dead. dead. All right, the only thing I found about this song about that, them sort of explaining it. It was influenced by a character. Now, John, do you know that they had this character uh, known as Dave the Wizard? Have you ever heard of Dave, Dave
0: the, the Wizard? Wizard? Okay, Dave the Wizard was this dude. I wonder if he's a guy that showed up outside the tour bus. So he <laughs> yeah.
1: wouldn't need anything, man. Well, this is really early on, like when they finished, and he would breathe fire at the shows Jazz Coleman saw him breathing fire one time oh, and okay. he said oh you have to come you know perform so he would perform with them a lot he would breathe fire okay. on stage okay. but apparently he was a very interesting weird guy yeah, so sure. alright here's this is Jazz Coleman we had invited Dave for a Sunday roast dinner with these other people we knew <laughs> Coleman oh, said my God. <laughs> the host was serving roasted potatoes and roast pork with applesauce I don't know how the subject came up but somehow the subject of cannibalism came up oh, and then what? Dave said one of the best wine liners I've ever heard I've eaten human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> the host went on to ask about the circumstances under which Dave the Wizard would have eaten a person, and he finished with the fact that it tastes very much like pork. So he, he, Long
0: he, pig is what they call
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> Coleman said, anyway, by then, no one really felt yeah, like eating no. much <laughs> after that. But um, the band was reminded of the incident months later while dining in a Berlin beer hall. And uh, he said, "All these blue-eyed guys are eating loads of pork, and we all got the horrors." Coleman said.
0: Yeah. And he said, "Then he says this bled." <laughs> laughing, their German laugh.
1: Ha 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 So then he says, "This bled into blood sport, and especially So Thirty Six. That one's about sort of taboo areas."
2: So also well, continue the lyrics, His the next words were "crime of flesh."
0: Control, control is joy. joyless. Blue white okay, shells, crime shells of will flesh, not grow yeah. to trees. Blue-white shells will not grow <laughs> to trees. Phase one environment experiment. The smoke on the city with miracles spent. So, so dead. dead. This is your city with miracles spent. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But it's
1: uh, but it, well, that, that is a kind of an uh, amusing story, though, right? It's a little, more po- <laughs> a
0: little
2: more poetic, I guess. than some. Very of funny story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
1: All right and now we get to the last uh, the last song on the record is primitive
2: yeah. great tune
1: it is a great tune and also i was thinking it's it's something even though this band sounded so modern for its time. There's also a, a primitism to them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for, sure. Especially fire. They have an album, Fire Dances, and uh, where the cover is like. And Jazz Goldman Tri-
0: used to tribal,
1: tribal. Yes, drumming. he used to paint his face a lot, like with oh, yeah. tribal.
2: So there was that always that element with them. Right yes. at the show they did, um, maybe it was a ninety-ish. At uh, the Kitchen Club in Miami Beach.
1: Oh, they they played at the Kitchen Club,
2: in Miami Beach. And they literally and it, uh, yeah, they had flaming torches inside. Oh geez. Oh. Yeah, this was before <laughs> that the white. The, before. <laughs> the, oh, well, <laughs> before
0: that, yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> white uh, snake I have it like, on VHS. What well, was not white snake? Remember. What was the band called? Uh, Great White. Great White. <laughs> <Grey> white. <laughs> that, Um,
2: but it was, yeah, I mean, the ceilings were high, but still, you see fire inside in here a little bit.
1: Were they touring for fire dances then? Maybe they were. That might have been, because I think fire dances was
2: like in the early 90s. I don't know. I feel like they were on extended stay in Miami Beach. Oh, there, really? Like, maybe staying at the Seagull Hotel, you know. Uh, yeah.
0: Did you Mont, pay any
1: more visits there, John? Mont, or were you, uh, done, were you no, done with
0: that? No, no. That Mont, Mont you know, <laughs> so set jazz, that up for that. The Jazz and, find you in the crowd and point at you menacingly, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> you. <laughs> um.
2: After the show, there was, like, a VIP lounge. And for some reason, I didn't go when my friends went. And Jordy allegedly asked them, where's, where's your mate? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he did.
1: I I he did. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yes.
0: That's funny. That's funny. Uh, wow. All right, primitive. Give us some primitive lyrics, Barry. Primitive feeling. Primitive. Primitive or- way. I'm not gonna <laughs> try and imitate. That's not my thing. Getting closer to the primitive day. Intuition, wherever it goes, the primitive day, the primitive way. Okay, so like. People who are primitive are not living by thought; they're living by intuition. They're living their their guts are telling them what to do instead of their heads. Primitive feeling, primitive way, getting closer to the primitive yeah, it's day. The same verse again, is it? Following oh, no. the feeling, right. wherever it goes, the primitive day, the primitive way. Yeah. So well, that's one line different. Yeah. Where he's talking about you know the way we assume that um, that ancient cultures lived that there was much more of a instinctive instead of a thought process we don't have, they didn't have Descartes to tell them that they existed because they thought um, and that they were separate
1: um, yeah that's pretty heavy Barry that's pretty yeah.
0: deep <laughs> I spent a lot of time by myself
1: <laughs> why It's no, deep because like, uh, I say
0: shit like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a great song, and this is actually the song that Helmet great uh, Helmet did a cover. Yeah, great bass line. Yeah. And again, it's a song, it sounds to me like a band both embracing the, the primal nature of rock and then also... Bringing it to like this new sound yeah. that that
2: nothing yeah. else sounds like it, yeah. and also again the chords by Jordy. Yeah, Geordie,
0: man. It would not be Killing Joke without Jordy. It wouldn't be Killing Joke, Joke without jazz. Those two guys, right, right. Those Kelling are the you know, and uh, um, the drummer is also what's the what's the original drummer's name? I guess they're all together Big now. Paul Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Big Paul Ferguson.
2: They're all hard to replace, but. You can't replace Jazz and Jordy. Right, no. exactly, exactly. No. They've always had good players. Uh, Raven, the other
1: bass player, was great. He's the he's one the that, one passed that passed passed died. Yeah, right. he, he had away heart, away, some
0: heart failure. But he's always,
1: yeah, like he's always had good, uh, good players. And... Um, yeah, it's awesome. And this is an awesome record. And I, know, I saw, John, I know you sent us lyrics, and you sent us lyrics to this uh, to the uh, B-side song, right? I don't know what that is. It is. I know what it is. You were confused because it's actually a B-side to a song that was on their 2003 record, which is also called was, Killing Joke. It was
2: listed with the other stuff, and I just grabbed it without right. thinking at the time. Because we should say
1: that they this album is called Killing Joke, but in 2003, they released another record, also just called Killing Joke, with Dave Grohl playing drums. And I will tell you right now, right now and that, that record is an awesome
0: record yeah, we it were, is we good yeah we were playing it is playing that. so
1: good so it's a, it's amazing a band like 23 years later they they they're still like it's a like,
0: very powerful thing yeah
1: yeah so they're great uh such a great band and um this is a really great And record. they're
0: playing I mean I would assume they play you know they they tour now correct that's except
1: uh, except coming to Florida they'll they'll cancel right, right. they'll say they're playing oh. <laughs> I know
0: did they do that again
2: did you buy tickets or something well twice it's happened to me twice i think Twice I, I was gonna go yes. and it got canceled.
0: We're gonna come to Gramps. How awesome would that have been to see them at Gramps? You know, oh, was the update that that show didn't happen? No, it did not. That was the one that had the special VIP tickets, right?
1: Yeah, I bought that. Yeah, John, you bought those VIP tickets, didn't Probably. you? Probably, you did. I, I did too. The Gramps refund. You
0: were like, oh, oh yeah, did, no, you we, can we come and see them. Gabriel from the Jacuzzi Boys <laughs> DJ. <laughs> For free,
2: we said, "Yeah, we're in." <laughs> I said, uh, I, "You have to give me VIP. I have to get on the tour bus."
1: Yeah, right. He's I have some something for unfinished someone. Unfinished business to take care of. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, Bryce well, is a gun up, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... <laughs> Have they? I guess. I well, John, don't
1: know. we wouldn't. None of us I would, would know. know. It's true. I do none not of, of know. Of course, no we idea. wouldn't know. We're all finders. We could find out. Family men.
0: We could walk over to the bar PRL <laughs> right around the corner and find out very quickly. I we think. probably
1: could. Yes, and
2: lovely Hollywood.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: all right. Well, John Mahoney, thank you once again for being our guest. This was awesome. It was My absolute pleasure. You were yeah. a great guest. And Fun to we've get already guys drunk. Yeah,
0: Tip and teams. we've also lined up you another record for you to come on and talk about. Oh,
1: today. that's right. We did. We'll keep it a secret. Yeah, right yeah. Right. But what are we doing next week, Barry? Uh, a bad Brains, right?
0: Yeah. Don't, Thank you, guys. No, let's not get into this again. You looked at the schedule, right? You I did. Know it's what it right. Is. It's Bad Brains. Right. I bad that. Brains. I, an incredible record. With, uh, uh, Camilla Russo. Camilla Russo. And gonna... we're going to be uh, out at the Brian Franklin Studio or at your house, I'm guessing.
1: I think we'll do it at my house. Yeah, yeah. why not? Why not? Brian, and Brian, Brian.
0: Franklin Studio is closed, closed up for business. An empty house with a <laughs> coffee table in it.
1: So once again, don't forget, uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash uh, Yeah, do it. Become a patron. Uh, Thank you, John, once again. You were a great guest. Once again. um, Thanks for having me on the show. It was really my pleasure. It was was our pleasure. And thank you for the snacks and the drinks. They were wonderful. So once again, uh, that record got me high. That's Barry Stock.
0: That is Rob Elba. We'll see
1: you guys next week.